Well, as it stands right now, I don't know what this one's called. That's not super uncommon, so why bring it up again, John? I don't know. People can change. I know that. Um, I've just been reflecting on change, and it was also on my list of things to talk about, except it was framed as a question, as in, can people change? Can people really change? In my notes. And I think even when I wrote it, I know the answer was yes. But it was a prompt about how some people don't believe people can change. And I think that's interesting because it's just so obvious that people can. At least to me. Um, it depends on what we're talking about. But I think most of the time that I've seen this brought up, it's been in the context of uh, people being unfaithful in relationships, uh, people that are full of anger or aggression, um, impatience, I don't know, a lot of negative traits, right? Uh, that, that people have a hard time breaking, and those are things I'm very familiar with, the things I just listed. Um, but yeah, some people just, I mean, even, even the phrase, once a cheater, always a cheater, that's a phrase that um, a lot of people like to pull out, and I think it's interesting because I, I don't see that as one of these things that just can't change. Uh, same thing with anger, same thing with the way we treat people. Uh, I think that, again, unless you have a condition or something chemically um, preventing you from, you know, rearranging the synapses and rewiring your your mind in order to create new habits and respond to stimuli. Uh, and let, like I said, unless you have a condition or something that prevents that, I don't see why anyone can say that you can't change. Just because things are difficult, and I don't think it's a case of hyperbole either. I really genuinely think that some of the people that have said you can't change, or these people can't change, or people can't change these habits, genuinely meant it, and it's frustrating and annoying, and I've never bought into that. And the reason it's frustrating and annoying is because that person isn't giving someone an opportunity to show them that they can change. And obviously, you don't need to give people opportunities to change. Like, you don't need to give someone uh, a second chance or a third chance or whatever, right? Like, but saying that they will never change is a whole different thing. You can say, you know, maybe that person will change in time, but right now, that's just not good for me. I can't, I can't wait on that. I can't bet on that. I'm not going to gamble with the rest of my life or with the next year of my life or whatever it is to see if that person starts treating me differently or starts treating themselves differently or whatever it is the change that is um upsetting you in whatever way that makes you say that people can't change again unless there's some chemical uh reason then i i just don't believe in that so i i believe people can change and i believe it's really difficult and th this this conversation can take many different avenues because part of what I wanted to talk about, too, was just, like, how do people change? And everyone changes differently. And for me, there's things that I can commit to in a moment, and it sticks for a decade or longer. Like, deciding to not drink alcohol. Um, for, like, 11 years, I just didn't do it. I said, oh, I'm not going to drink anymore. And once I made that change, it was done. That was it. Like, I never even tried to stop before. I just said, this is the... This is the beginning of me stopping, and then it was me stopping, and period. That was it. Nothing. Um, it depends on the, on the thing we're talking about. It depends on how strong the habit is that you're trying to change. It depends on a lot of different things. Uh, this is coming up one reason, because I had 
a little bit of a conversation with some friends yesterday where I was just, well, it wasn't so much of a conversation as it was just me recognizing the amount of change that I've undergone because someone prompted me with a question um, about how uh, hateful I could be or how much I would delight in um, feelings of vitriol. And I mean, like, delight in a way that when those feelings weren't necessarily coming from me, but I could uh, associate with them, I could uh, identify with them and relate and apply them to my life, and that sometimes those things would make me feel good. I'm sure it didn't really, but it felt good in the moment to hate, uh, to have those feelings. And I mean, there's a whole bunch of things about that that obviously don't make a lot of sense. Um, I really wish I could remember who it was. Uh, I want to say it was Nelson Mandela, but he probably got it from like a Buddhist principle or something. I don't know. He was Gandhi. I, I don't remember. Um, where someone said like hating another person is like drinking poison and wishing they died or wishing, yeah, some, or wishing they were affected. Um, something to that nature. And I completely get that. I really do. I, I get it. I understand it. Um, and I recognize how that behavior is, doesn't really make much sense, thinking that it'll feel good to, to hate. Um, but anyway, so I was just thinking like, man, in the last couple of years, especially the last even six months in the last year, uh, my anger has calmed down so much. And I don't know all the reasons why. I mean, I have some things I can point to talking about like, oh, I understand my anxiety better, which means I understand myself better. Um, I have taken steps to to try and control that, even just knowing that there's a reason why something is there and present helps me. Uh, there's just a bunch of reasons that I could point to and say like, oh, I think I think this is why, but I don't know all the reasons. But it, I, I gave it a lot of my focus and attention. And I mean, that's a thing too. I, it wasn't as simple as like, I'm just committing to the change now, that's it. Because there's other times where I've committed to changes and generally things go pretty good for me for a little bit. And then as soon as I fall off on a habit, then that's it. And then I fall off, and then it's really hard to, to get back on. It doesn't really go up and down, up and down, up and down. It goes like, I commit to the change usually, and we're talking about like big changes like um, that, that take up like emotional, mental energy and effort and, and things that are like behavioral things um, that'll be like, hey, this is the change. And then I can be good with it, and then when I'm down with it, I'm down. And it's for like long periods of time before I could ever commit to it again, um, usually. Or, or, or the, the argument is that I never really fully committed, maybe, to it in the first place. If I fell off uh, within you know a certain amount of time, then I never really fully committed to it. Um, I use that example of alcohol because I returned to alcohol very, very slowly, and I feel like I was, I was ready to try, and then, yeah, now I can enjoy that, I, I can enjoy alcohol from time to time, and like I, I just I've never gone back into the deep end with it again. Um, I still have I have not been drunk since, you know, in the past like three, four years or whatever it was since I started since I first had another alcoholic beverage. Um, and not saying that drunk is is like my limit of like I can't get drunk because if I do that's that's the deep end. No, it was something else beyond just getting drunk. Um, it was drinking to get drunk, and then the frequency and drinking alone and and using it as a coping mechanism and all those other things and that's not something I have returned to whatsoever. 
Um, but other things are, yeah, I mean, I don't want to get into all the different kinds of change there are and why some things are easier and some things are harder. It's hard to not get into that territory, but I feel like that's really going off the rails and we could just split off into so many different avenues there and, and we would have a three-hour conversation that I felt would probably not, I wouldn't be satisfied with. Um, I'm just curious. I, I don't know. I, I think when I was thinking about the fact that some people say like, oh, you, people, this, this thing can't change or that habit can't change or those people that have done those things will never change. Um, I wonder if that's projecting from themselves of uh, the fact that maybe they are not able to make some changes in their lives that they wish they could make and therefore they see negativity and bad habits in someone else and refuse to believe that that person can change because maybe they find it really hard to to change certain things they'd like to um, be better with. Uh, or they're just not ready to forgive that person, which in some ways is a change, a change in attitude towards someone. And saying that that person will never be worthy of my forgiveness is a way to to stay stuck where you are in how you feel about that person because you don't want to be ready to ever forgive them. It's like saying there's nothing that person could do that would ever change my mind about how I feel about them. And I think, you know, I, I feel that way about certain people right now. I don't really think there's anything they could do. Uh, but it's the thing, I don't think there's anything could do. I know that time alone changes things. I know that that who I am as a person, even if that person doesn't change, will change things. Um, that, that with time, I will be a different person and maybe I will process things differently, feel um, things even about the history differently and can maybe change my thoughts and opinions on the person and have a different relationship with that person in the future. That's a possibility. It's just... Yeah, I don't know. This thing is off the rails. I mean, I think sometimes you commit to change and you can't... It's not a snap change like it is with the example of me quitting drinking. It's not like, hey, I just don't do it anymore, period. That's it. I think there's some stumbling sometimes that happens... Um, and that's very rare for me. It's usually, you know, either I just stop that thing and that's it. Like I went vegetarian for two years. I just stopped eating meat and I just didn't do it again for two years. And like, um, it was just time to eat meat again. Like I should have probably been eating meat the whole time, just differently, had a different diet or whatever, or I could have treated vegetarianism differently too. Um, but that was also like flipping the switch, but Mostly, like I said, it's either like flipping a switch and it just doesn't happen, or, you know, it happens for maybe a couple weeks to a month, stops, and then it stops for a really long time before I ever try to attempt to change whatever that thing is again. Um, it's usually not like, oh, okay, like I'm kind of stumbling here in the first couple days, it's really difficult to change these habits, um, and then slowly it just gets better and better and better. I think that is the most logical, the most average way that people make changes in their lives is by giving themselves time to to work on those things. I think that when I say I'm going to give myself time to work on stuff, I just don't commit to the change. It's like, it's a scapegoat for, um, it's a way for me to justify the change being really slow because, oh, it takes time to change. But I don't think I've committed to the change at all. So it hasn't even started. And once I commit to it, it can be fairly quick, but sometimes it takes me a long time to get around to committing to it. And sometimes I'm very like forward with that, uh, with myself or with others. And other times I feel like 
like I didn't even realize that maybe a change needed to happen or I didn't real I, I didn't understand or know myself well enough to realize that there was something I needed to actually work on or that I should be doing or that I shouldn't be doing um, and if I did realize that you know I can procrastinate um, you know and just again that that scapegoat of like well it takes time I think for most people it does take time um, and it's like a slow process and it's just like very like I don't know how to explain it it's like if you were doing 10 things wrong and when you commit to the change you're doing nine things wrong for a couple weeks and then you're doing eight things wrong for a couple weeks and then set like it just gets slowly better whereas with me usually I, I it won't get any better until I actually commit to something um, but there's I don't I guess there's just some things I'm thinking about recently where I'm reflecting on the past in the past like eight months and thinking like oh I really didn't have like a full commitment I didn't have a conscious commitment to to change or recognize that it was something I needed to change or for what I don't know for I just wasn't in a place where I felt ready to do that or aware of something that I needed to do um, it's hard to sometimes reflect that far back and understand what my own mindset was uh, but what's frustrating is is realizing that months and months and months later you've made those changes somewhere along the way and don't remember doing them um, and the only reason it's frustrating is if you have to justify it to someone else I would say like I could be proud of the changes that I made because I know the changes that I've made um, even when they weren't they've been I've been aware of them even when it wasn't like a conscious thing like I'm gonna start doing this today I'm going for a run every morning or if it's like I'm just not drinking soda any I did that for a while too I just didn't drink soda for I think almost a year I just like was like yeah that's it like for some reason those things can be easier and other things I will never commit to because I know that they'd be so incredibly hard I won't even commit because I've rat like I, I just usually don't commit to something until I'm ready to do the thing so it's I've never been like yeah, I'll accept the challenge of quitting eating chips. Like, that's my go-to snack, uh, which means I probably should quit it more than anything because I could find healthier alternatives if I just cut it out of my diet or just not have a snack during the time where I would crave chips to begin with because it's a gross and disgusting, like, habit for me and the way that I can consume that snack. The frequency, you know, the the amount, like, whatever. It's just not cool. Uh, but anyway, I've never, like, I've been challenged with quitting that before. I'm like, no, because I know that it'll be so freaking hard that I would fail. And then, so, then I start thinking about the approaches to, to making changes. Like, well, do I really want to commit to changing something if I'm not ready to? Or can I just force myself to be ready and just bite that bullet? Like, there's so many psychological games with changing that you play with yourself, right? And that's the thing, is me... When it comes to diet, as another example, because most of my things have been about, like, things I put into my body and not so much... I'm alluding to other things, or started this off with talking about other things, like, things that are mental, emotional, and social, and how you interact with people, how you treat other people, how you treat yourself in some ways. Um, but, like, with with diet and stuff, I, I've just committed to doing better at certain points in my life and did do better. When faced with certain choices, I made better choices. But I never made concrete, other than like the soda thing, 
Like, I never made, like, really concrete things in a diet that I was like, this is just out the window, I'm not doing it anymore. And, or, like, this is the thing I'm committing to now every day. Like, that's what it's going to be. And because, yeah, I'm assuming the reason why I haven't even challenged myself to do that for a long time is because I know how difficult it would be for myself and that I'm not... I don't want to give up that thing. Like, so I don't even want to try. Like, I'm not going to say I'm going to do it. I'm going to say I'll just make better choices and that's what I adhere to and then I don't and then I don't make better choices after a while uh, yeah a strong 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 commitment is something that I think I need to do I don't don't think I need to put it in writing but I think that I need to force myself into making a plan and I guess if I have a plan that means it's going to be in writing somewhere just for me to even figure out the plan just for me to say okay you know what like that thing like okay no more chips period uh, have rice cakes instead or something or like, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I know I went off the rails there, but I, I was saying that like when I have to justify the fact that I've changed and there's no evidence or proof of the change, that that's one thing that it's like, I, all I have is a word or all I have is my feelings, my, my memories, my you know, emotions and whatever else about knowing what I can do and what I can't do, what I did do, what I don't do now, um, etc. And so there's times where you have to, I shouldn't say you have to, but I mean, there's times when you make changes for other people. There's also times when you make changes for yourself that affect other people in a positive way and you want to show them that or they want to, they want to know uh, that that thing is a thing that's happened and you don't have a way of actually showing them. Like you have no evidence of that change. Um, And then it all becomes about trust and then this whole thing devolves and falls away and crumbles. Um, It's it's just a whole different thing now. But it's, I don't know, change is obviously really tricky. I think that everyone attacks themselves differently in a way of creating change within themselves um and i think that the most important thing that i guess i would say that i need that i learned from even thinking about this is that much like i didn't know how to study for years and i just made one simple change in my study habits and it opened up a whole new world for me and that was the fact that uh like when i say for years like i didn't know how to study in high school and i didn't know how to study for like the first six years i went to university i did two degrees back to back um, and I spent nine years in university total, and I didn't know how to study until like the last two. So, or somewhere in the, yeah, it was like when I got to the College of Ed, I realized, oh, my attention span doesn't allow for me to, to try or to even attempt sitting down for an hour and studying. Because if I try to do that, maybe around the half hour mark, I'm going to get distracted and do something completely different for an hour straight that's not studying. And then I'm going to get tired, I'm going to get bored, I'm going to want to go home, and like, what a failure of a day. But if I plan to get up every 15 to 20 minutes and take a 2 to 5 minute walk, get something to drink, go to the washroom, look at my phone for a bit, whatever. If I plan for, you know, a break every 15 to 20 minutes, then I'm good. Then I can go back to another 15 to 20 minutes uninterrupted. And I take a little break, and then I come back, and then I take a little break, and then I come back. So... I also haven't really sought 
to understand how I make changes in myself. Because sometimes it was just easy, I just made a commitment, hey, this is the thing I'm going to change. But I think that, you know, when it comes down to it, I'm a planner with a lot of things. Not, not everything. I feel like I'm at both extremes of very many different subjects, and that's how I balance out in a weird way. Um, but with so many things, I like to keep things organized, and I like to plan things. And I like to... I expect a plan from other people. I expect um, a certain commitment from other people, because if I don't have that, I don't know what the hell is going on. So why would I put myself in a position to not know what's going on with myself? Unless it was because I secretly didn't really want to change, or that I wasn't ready for that change, or I committed to something too soon because I wanted, you know, I, I wanted to do that thing, but I wasn't honest with myself about being ready, or I, I, I could have been ready, but I didn't expect enough from myself. Like, there's a lot of reflection that I don't do, I'm realizing, um, with committing to certain changes, and if I just procrastinate and leave it, then there's no expectation that can be had of me to actually do those things. Whether it be about my diet or whether it be about, you know, my anger or how I treat people or how I talk, like whatever. And there's sometimes I say, I need help changing. I've done that before, you know, but I mean, there's plenty of times where I haven't even admitted to myself that something needed to change or that I would sit down and commit to those changes and think about what can I do like, what can I do? I'll just be better next time. That's so vague, obviously. I know what I'm doing when I do that. Um, and that's not treating myself with enough respect. See you on another time.